Very excited to be joined in studio with amazing recording artist, longtime friend of the show, Amanda Von Ries. And Amanda, thanks for coming in today. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Dave. It's been way too long since you've been here. What has been keeping you busy? Well, I am mostly in Nashville these days, so that is keeping me busy. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on down there. I'm working on some new music, too, right now, so... I'm excited about that. That's great. So tell us about what it's been like since moving to Nashville and becoming, you know, immersed in that scene. Well, first of all, I was reluctant to actually go out there because I have, you know, two kids, but they're kind of, they're growing up and they're like, mom, just please go. Like, we'll, we'll come see you, you know, and they've been really supportive. So we fly back and forth. I come out as much as I can. And so uh, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Like... Music, 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 art. I'm also doing some art, too. So writing a bunch of songs lately. The inspiration is huge. There's always shows going on. There's always buddies playing. So There's always something to see, and there's always a way to grow. And, you know, despite you being in the music scene for a little while now, are you finding that the, the more you're surrounded around these inspirational people, that new and exciting ideas are coming out? Absolutely. Like, I'm super excited to for a new direction of, uh, you know, my my country. Like, I'm like old school, old style stuff. So that's why I was actually really uh, uh, surprised to be nominated for some of these awards because my music is not kind of, it's not like, you know, the major pop radio stuff. Sure, but I mean, I think especially the MCMAs and the new direction they're going with the, with the new board and they're really uh, investing a lot of time into appreciating uh, Manitoba country artists at all different levels. That's what brought you into town. I mean, uh, you were at the Absolutely. MCMAs on Saturday. What was that experience like for you? It was awesome. They continue to strive for the best. They're doing, uh, like, this is number eight, I think, show, and they're doing fabulous. Like, this was an awesome event. It was a full house, probably the biggest, I think, that they've had. And it was done really well. And I was sitting in the front row and going, wow, like, there's a... There's so much great community around the Mountain Country Music Association. And I've been friends with those guys for a long time, like all of them and all the artists. There's, uh, I wish I could do more, and I think that's my goal is maybe to come back to Manitoba and do more stuff because I'm doing all my stuff in Nashville. So mm-hmm. It's uh, almost like, uh, not that you're forgotten, but it's almost like, do, do you feel like you're just a little bit almost left behind with what's going on in Manitoba? And again, you, I know you have your life in Nashville, and that is taking off, and that's great. But when you come to an event like this, do you almost, is, does it make you homesick? Um, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think I felt that. I feel very welcomed usually when I come. Uh, like Emma Peterson, she won Female Artist of the Year. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool, because I remember doing a, a songwriter's event like you know, many years ago where she came and, I, and did a great job you know, just starting out. And so it's really cool to see these artists evolve. And, uh, like, I feel like the old person, you know, (laughs) I'm like, um, but it's cool. I mean, a lot of great friends. Um, it doesn't matter if you win or not just being nominated is, it's really cool. And especially because, uh, that I have kind of a little more of an old, older traditional sound with steel guitar and stuff. So I feel like that's pretty cool that they're, and the Faye Walker song of the year is cool. That was a new, a new one. So they're recognizing Again, it's, they're growing, right? Yeah, and again, and, and for you as as kind of the complete artist, because you look at everything that you've been able to accomplish, you have pretty much your fingers in just about everything. The more that they can recognize, the better. From the all-star band to the writers to the music videos to the artist of the year, 
the more that we can recognize as a country music industry in Manitoba, the better. Absolutely. And you were nominated as well. I was. We didn't win, but... You uh, should have. I love this station. Um, you know it's my favorite. Next year, fingers and toes crossed. Yep. For now, I'll just celebrate being award nominated. It's not, <laughs> I'm not a loser. I'm award hey, nominated. Hey, same with me. Same That's with right, me. Award nominated. We're the same. Uh, so once you make that move and decision to go to Nashville and you fully buy in... Uh, just take us through what those uh, what what it's been like to grow as an artist down there, surrounded by like-minded individuals, but in America. Well, let's see. Um, it's different. Like I still, uh, I still like to write by myself a lot, and I think even if I collaborate with others, I still go back and I just, uh, I kind of have a lot of notes. Like my phone has so many notes that I had to up upgrade my iCloud storage because I'm like there's just so many ideas everywhere I go someone says something and this is our biggest thing is like our friends hanging around and we say like one-liners all the time and I'm writing down all these one-liners and I have actually gone back and I put them together as a song it's really wild how that happens it feels like it's just natural and it's supposed to be that way um yeah I find it very fascinating because you are very much rooted in what people would describe as traditional country music and, and you said it yourself Yet that genre is continuing to grow in different ways. So what's it been like to, you know, stay with that sort of feel, but also grow as an artist? And is that difficult to do? Well, I feel like, you know, when people ask me what genre of music do you Singer, songwriter, you know, and it's roots. It's more rootsy. I've definitely uh, gotten to be more bluesish. Like, uh, I love the blues. So rock, kind of all... I don't know if you can put it into one thing. Like when people say, are you country? Are you, well, it's hard to, it's hard to say, right? Because it, it's just me. It's all about feeling. I want to feel a song. I want to hear a song. So I would way rather go and hear a singer songwriter. I was in Austin, uh, not Austin, Texas, Copeland city dance hall. And I saw Hayes Carl with Jack Ingram do a little intimate set. Probably my favorite thing in the world. Like, cause they're just, they're just feeling their songs. They're singing their songs. Instead of like a big, huge show that you're sitting in the back and seeing this TV, you know, kind of thing, whatever. I'm just all about the heart and feeling. What's it been like to see country music evolve? Because there are so many different artists now in country music. And I'm thinking specifically of somebody like Jelly Roll, who is uh, an amazing songwriter and an amazing storyteller. Is he appreciated by other country people or is he kind of viewed as an outsider? What do you think? Absolutely. I think they're always going to be politics way back to like Waylon and, you know, these outlaws of country. And I mean, now it's uh, like Cody Jinks and these guys that are like, I think just I like just being real. And I think that uh, everybody has a place. I mean, you can't. There's a lot of people that also knock new country. And I've, I find that it's, you know, it's not the coolest thing to do because. Because you're old and you're traditional, you know, that's cool. And, like, listen to whatever you like. But everybody has their own style and what they like. And, you know, again, it's it's amazing how it evolves. Because you can be country pop, you can be country rock, you can be so many different things. But still, it's at its core rooted in storytelling. And that's something where you've built your career on, is telling stories through songs. So to get out of what we called like the bro country movement and getting back into the storytelling of the art form, how exciting is it for you as an artist to see that, you know, not only in Nashville, but across Manitoba and beyond? Absolutely. The collaborations are awesome. And I would love to collaborate with Bruce Springsteen. I mean, come on. <laughs> this is my childhood if little Bruce like, is crush. listening right now. <laughs> there you go. Formal invite, oh, Bruce. And actually, Zach 
Zach and I have become great friends. Club Wagon Creek. If you've if you've ever heard some good tunes from the heart, I mean, listen to Club Wagon Creek. Zach Honey did a show with me on Friday in Marshan, and uh, yeah, great, great musician, but playing from the heart. And his songs are he's a great songwriter. So I really enjoyed Friday's show, actually. Yeah, we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a sec. But I want to get one more thing uh, in. Uh, you, you mentioned how you know you've you've been to Nashville now for a while. You've seen tons of amazing artists, people like Zach, and and so many people that you know. Is it frustrating though that there are so many amazing artists that don't get a shot? So many otherworldly talents that can take to a stage with a stool and a guitar and just wow an audience for an hour or longer that don't get recognition. Is that frustrating as Absolutely. an artist? Absolutely. I get overwhelmed with that. Even back in the Poets and Lies days, I'm looking at a guy like Adam Young, and Adam came out on Friday, set up his equipment. He's he's a great singer-songwriter. If you haven't heard Adam Young, I mean, Google him. He's he's a really good friend of mine, but not just that, but he is all real. And yeah, I hear that all the time. I'll, I'll go to this little club or something, and there's going to be a little no-name somebody just blowing my mind Mm -hmm. like it happens all the time i've gone to singer songwriter things and that's probably my favorite because there you also be like one song you're gonna be like oh my gosh everybody shut up like this (laughs) is a great writer you know and he's singing from the heart he's not trying to be anybody it's not even about always about the perfect vocals or that kind of thing it's about just being real and honest and again, there, stories. there's so many amazing artists that are making a living. You know, they're not, maybe aren't mainstream names or anything, but they're making a living doing what they love. And they'll go from place to place and they'll move around. And it's just following what they love. And, and you got to have a lot of time and respect for people like that. It is. It's tough. Like, and it's, I keep saying it's about luck, too, because you can have all the talent in the world and nobody will ever hear it. And that's sad. But... That's the reality. Okay, but with that being said, though, it's a different world than it was 25 years ago. We don't have CD release parties anymore. We don't have, right. you know, a four-song EP where you have 50 people in a building, and that's who you're hoping will then pass it along. We're in a TikTok world where yeah. you could be famous in a snap of a finger. So while it is, I'm sure, frustrating, the avenues for artists have never been greater. You're right. You know what? It's true, but, like, I feel like I'm old and I'm learning all this stuff. So I'm trying to do TikTok, and I'm like, this is crazy because I think this sucks. And I'm like, oh, I got a 1,000 views. Wow, that's great. I'm like, I don't know if that's good or not. But so who knows but where they're viewing up, it from, too, Now right? you got to keep up with Twitter, mm-hmm. which I suck at. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I feel like I need someone to do all that for me. But, I mean, you got to make enough money to be able to pay someone to do that for you. So people can buy likes. You can buy anything. But, um. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it real and try and plug away doing like posting my little Instagram posts. And <laughs> again, as long as you're doing what you love, that's that's a big part of what will keep you going. And it, again, uh, shows like you had here this past Friday in Marchand is something that you look forward to. Tell us about that and how it went at uh, the Marchand Inn. It's great. I just want to say I'm really thankful to God for keep blessing me with my dreams because I'm a wild, you know, weirdo and I just do my own thing and I don't know how I get away with it. But I'm super stoked about it. But I literally, when I was coming home, I'm like, I'm uh, calling my cousin Lori. I'm like, you work at the Marchand Bar now, right? And I got a lot of friends out there and family. So I thought it'd be perfect location just to do a little show. Last minute, off the cuff. And it was great. I asked Zach uh, Kedney to, hey, can you come out and play some songs? And we did some songs together, um, which we had never done before. 
So it was really cool to get those vibes and see how it was going to work. And our voices were great together. And, and Adam, I mean, he learned my songs like last minute, probably on the way here, you know, to Marshan. But what a cool guy that he just, but the bar was full. We had a lot of friends there. I was just so stoked to do that. And Jeff, Jeff from the bar was uh, kind enough to just let us come in and do whatever we wanted. So thank you, Jeff and Marshan Bar and Lori for, for uh, yeah, allowing her cousin to come out and... <laughs> Well, Lori's, Lori's doing a lot of great things with Marchand, helping raise yes. a lot of money, doing a lot of great yes, things out absolutely. there with some excellent causes. And it's always great, um, you know, when we get to talk about Marchand Bar. And again, you know, just looking at some of the photos, is there a better feeling for you than just sitting on the stool in front of a microphone with a band playing behind you doing what you love to do? It's weird because I feel like I don't get nervous anymore. And then all of a sudden it just comes to me like my aunt was sitting there and I was doing a song uh, about alcoholism, like the, re- the weak one. And just trying to relate with people, whatever. And, and, and she was sitting there and really listening. And I, and I was almost going to tear up because it's so personal. Like stories are personal. People's lives, everything. And, and uh, you know, with, with my songs, too, they're, they're, they, they are. They're just stories. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that um, it's hard to over. When you overthink stuff too much, it gets doesn't get as real as right. it could be. When you're forcing a connection with someone, when you're putting words down that are more aimed at uh, a certain group of people or a certain person, as opposed to this is my life story and allowing people to connect with, with whatever part they so connect yeah. with, there's a massive difference to that. Absolutely. I love it. I really feel like if I can do my own original songs and I mean, like I said, if you can, if you see somebody that is really listening, like singer songwriter stuff is cool like that because or like a room, we did uh, a room in, uh, was it Portage? Nipua, uh, a couple of years ago, Poets and Lies. And everybody it was a, it, the, everybody was quiet and listening to my songs. I'm like, I could hardly concentrate because I was like, what's going on? It's not a loud room where everybody's talking, you know? Yeah. But again, it's, it's as a songwriter, to put words on a paper wow. that mean a lot to you and then to have them listened to and felt and connecting with. That's got to be like the ultimate where that's a, a standing ovation within itself, right? When you feel that oh someone's God. connected. Absolutely. I think that I've had, you know, a random person come up to me and say, you know what? That song made me cry and I felt it and I've lived it. And I'm like, wow, that's like, that's so cool. The human connection is amazing. That happened to me at Dolphin Country Fest. It was an older gentleman that came up after the show came up to me. And he had been there the whole time listening intentively. He goes, hey. Thank you for playing this Hank Williams song or whatever. You just, you just made my day. And my wife is down there listening to. I'm not going to say the band <laughs> to this, you know, pop country band, and which is cool. But she couldn't make it up the stairs to listen to the uh, that damn taste stage because her knees were weak or something. And I'm like, that was just the coolest thing ever because he felt sorry for his wife that she couldn't come up and listen to the old style country. Right? That is so cool, <laughs> Amanda. You mentioned how you've got some new stuff in the works. Tell us a little bit about what is coming up through the rest of, well, I guess, November now into 2024. What's coming up next for you? Man, I hope a lot. Um, you know, God willing and the quick don't rise. I'm literally uh, overwhelmed with songs right now. Like, I feel like I've got so much, and art. I'm in the middle of painting a bunch of stuff too. And I feel like it collaborates together with feelings, right, of what goes on the on the pieces of art. So I'm writing a lot of songs. I'm hoping to release actually a single first and then do another album. And that's what that's my goal. Okay, so 
do you have the single in mind already? Like, do you kind of have an idea of where it's going to go? I have like 10 that I really like. So how hard is it, though, when you have 10, 12, 15 songs and you're like, well, I got to send one as a single and then I maybe get eight or nine on an album or on a, a online streaming release? What is it like to try and pick one of your favorite songs? It's hard because, honestly, I forget. I'll look back. All of a sudden, I'm looking back at my notes. I'm like, I totally forgot about this song. This is a great song. Oh, now which one do I do, right? It's like, it's overwhelming because I feel like it's just, it comes to you. And I'm like recording little voice things or writing on a piece of paper. I wake up in the middle of the night and, you know, try and write stuff down. And often you're like, oh, my God, I'm too lazy to do this. And I, or if I don't write it down right away, as I forget. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a, a lot. There's an old joke in comedy where... Uh, if you're laying in bed and, and you have a great idea and you write it down, it's great. But if the pen and paper are too far away, you just got to pretend it wasn't funny and just move on. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, okay, we talk about, okay, so we talk about the new music that you got planned, single, maybe an album as well down the road. When you're recording though, Amanda, because you are a, a soulful singer, because it comes from your bones. Thank you. It's different in a recording studio because you know, we talk to artists, a lot of them Manitoba artists sing the same line over and over and it becomes very manufactured and it becomes very produced. But for you, you survive and thrive on the realness and authenticity of an in the moment song. So how do you record? How do you go about getting that while it's still being top notch produced? That's a great question. This last album, the songs just kind of came to me like as a gift and from God, and I feel like they just kind of were there, and they, like when I arranged the album too, they I just knew exactly like as a story how they would go. It was really weird, but Joe Reed uh, produced my album in Nashville. He's a great talent, you know, and he used to uh, play for Merle Haggard, so he had that feel, and he knew. I had these songs, and I they were raw, and I'm singing singing them to him, and he just knew exactly what instrument to play. He played a lot of instruments on them. The recording went great like that because it was just, wow, he's like feeling what I'm, what I'm feeling. So when that happens as a, like a producer to an artist, that's incredible. Like that's like magic because um, like you said, you can go to any recording studio and they're going to be like, you know, plug and, and play and, and do your stuff. But for me, um, I'm just looking for somebody to, it's really great if you can have a producer and musicians that are listening to, you know, I had Toby Caldwell on there and uh, my friend John Wilson help out with, but they're all, they know my character. So that helps like to have, you know, people that know your, your character and style of music. I, I just, I really get the sense that as an artist, you just want to be heard. And it's not even just by audiences, it's by people who, who are in the industry and, and have, you know, music in their blood. You want your stories and your songs to be heard and felt. I think that, yeah, absolutely. I think that for me, I want to feel like anything to feel something. I don't care if it's sad. Like, and people don't get it when I say sad songs make me happy. I'm like, it's not depressing to me. I want to feel it. Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. So, uh, if someone feels it, my music, that is my greatest reward. Well, you are going to play a song live for us here in a few minutes. Your man's going to get loaded up and ready to go. So that's really good. What song are you going to play for us today? We're going to do No Sunshine. It's, uh, you know, he's back here in uh, Manitoba, and we've been talking a little bit, uh, exchanging music. And he said he really liked this song, and he learned it from Mar Marchand. So we played it there. It was really good. So 
We're gonna try it. I'm just out here, baby, looking for the light now. Maybe, maybe just a little too long. I don't wanna deal with the dishes or the dog. Got my feelings all wound up in a knot. You make my sunshine, but I can drink my box of wine. You ain't no sunshine of mine. No, you ain't no sunshine of mine. I just opened the door on my lip. So clean up the water or I'm gonna sleep I'm not sleeping in the bed I made And all this thinking drives me completely insane You make my sunshine But I can drink my box of wine You ain't no sunshine of mine no you ain't no sunshine of mine I'm gonna start a fire with this guitar and baby you will be the You make my sunshine, but I can drink my box of wine. You ain't no sunshine of mine. No, you ain't no sunshine of mine. I can drink my box of wine. I can drink my box of wine I can drink my box of wine But you ain't no sunshine of mine No, you ain't no sunshine of mine Amanda Von Reason here in the Country 107 studio with a beautiful live performance. Thank you so much for doing that. Tell me a little bit more about that song. Hey, that was uh, sitting on my back porch during COVID. You know, we weren't supposed to have anybody over. And uh, so I'm sitting there and uh, just thinking about my box of wine. Right <laughs> and just, I don't know, I, it just literally came to me. I have a, I had some melody and I started uh, writing it down. And uh, the song was probably done in 20 minutes. I don't know why or how, but just, you know, just little things come to you. And you know what? Often people tell you stories, and then you take those stories from their lives and put them into your song so they just fit. So we so. talked songwriting. Vocally, though, that's a different uh, different tone. That's a very different structure than what you've done in the past. Why, why go in that direction? And do you feel like you've kind of found a home with that vocal range and storytelling ability? Yeah, you know what? I think that's me, just... All over the place. I just do whatever that that comes out, and so that's like with my art. 
I'll be doing like I'll paint a Chris Christopherson or I'll paint some wild abstract. So you never know what you're going to get with me. But I think that song was like a little, a little more bluesy. And I just, mm -hmm. I love that feel. It was a, it just came out that vibe. And like you said, I'm a little more uh, country usually. But, but again, it's, it, like you talked about, you wrote it on your back porch. It sounded like, you know, somebody in a swing on the side <laughs> of the house and then somebody else sitting on the stair and then just singing about life. Yep, absolutely. And again, the connection that you have with other musicians is so important. So uh, tell us about uh, your guitar player today and the connection that's uh, kind of been growing since you've met him. Well, Zach Cundy is an amazing musician, and he's got the heart and soul. Like, So when I first heard his stuff, like I knew him, like, but I didn't know he had a band. I really, I think I knew you kind of play, but I didn't really know that. And so when I heard his stuff, I was like, wow. I, I was like shocked because it was like stuff like that I that I like. Um, but Zach, why don't you talk? Because I've just been talking the whole time. Yeah. So Zach, again, music. as a as a musician, uh, sorry, as a as a as a musician, you're often thrown into very weird situations. You have yeah. uh, your, your music that you you love in the genre, but then when you connect with artists like Amanda, it can push you as well as a as a guitar player, sure. as a musician. What's it yeah. like to to kind of play that role as the fill in guy, and then uh, eventually yeah. just find your rhythm? I'm kind of enjoying it. Like <laughs> I didn't think I would do that ever. Right. Like. When she asked me to come by and play with her, I was like, well, let me look through your songs and see what I like. And I really kind of gravitate to those darker, like, not sad, but, yeah, honest songs. So I like that. And I like playing with different people. It does push me in different directions, for sure. And this is kind of my style already. So, so is yeah. this something you think you're going to continue on as, as you're going to grow, not just with Amanda, but as a, as a musician yourself, you can see yourself I think so, kind yep. of following this path? Yeah, the songs we've been writing lately are very uh, much songwriting, like uh, storytelling and kind of same thing that you do. I kind of just sit there and think of something that happened. I'm like, ooh, that's a song. It might be a little too dark, but it's a song, you know, sometimes. So. And as for you, uh, you know, to be connected to Amanda, who knows so many people and is, is mm. so many different life paths that she's gone down, and what's it like to be able to connect with her and, and meet new people and get it? Uh, He's uh, saying I'm old. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. What's it like, though, to, to be able to get into these new and wild kind of world views surrounded by amazing people like, like Amanda? Yeah, it's very fun. It's interesting. It's... Uh, yeah, it's, I'm not amazing, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. It's super fun, actually. And to see, like, uh, playing with people that I played with, like, a long time ago in different genres is very cool. Like, uh, I'm going to be playing a show with Brady Kenneth on the 18th, I think. And we used to play, um, yeah, metal. Like, and, you know, I haven't played with him for 20 years. So they, yeah, we're going to do a show together. So it's kind of fun. Music yeah. is, is one of those things, such a small world, and everybody mm -hmm. connects in so many unique ways. Zach, where can people find out more about you and uh, what you're up to these days? Yeah, it's Club Wagon Creek. It's on Apple and Spotify, YouTube, and uh, Instagram, obviously. And, uh, yeah, we kind of have all our dates on there if you check us out. Next show is the 18th in St. Malo. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Amanda, before we wrap up again, you got some new stuff in the works. Where can people keep an eye on not only your music, but your art and just generally what you're up to in Nashville? I know uh, that you are a big promoter of the music scene down there as well. Uh, just where can people find more stuff? Uh, I have a website. I don't even know how it looks right now, but it's amandavonreason.com, and I probably need to update it. But Instagram, amandavonreason, and also Facebook, uh I do have a TikTok account, <laughs> which I dare say. But so, yeah, if you, even if you Google my name, my music will come up, like Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you want to listen to it. So, yeah, I'm really thankful to be able to connect with 
Zach and other musicians out here. I thank Adam, too, so much for all his hard work. And I want to thank Mom, though, for uh, letting me stay at her place. So thanks, Mom. Free of charge? <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. And she makes coffee. And <laughs> she stuff, makes so. <laughs> coffee. Amanda Von Reason, thank you so much for coming in today. Again, congratulations on all the success so far on the MCMA nominations. And I know you're going to be in Manitoba sooner uh, rather than later, as uh, it's, it's just great to have you back in your home province. Thank you so much for doing this awesome. today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. I love you. You're awesome.